Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And this is the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, artofmoneyradio.com for more information on the McPherson Financial Group or to schedule that initial complimentary consultation. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get to the show. You know, Wall Street is hoping that lower inflation will encourage the Fed to back off raising interest rates, but market strategist Kenny Polakari tells Fox Business that he's not holding out hope for any of this. Just because now we've gone from 75 to 50 to 25, they could keep going 25, 25, 25 at the next eight meetings. So therefore, there's no slowdown to the rate increases. No one says they're going to go 25 and 25 and then stop completely. I actually yeah, think they're going to go three moves at 25, take us till May. Then I think they're going to pause and watch. But my fear is that we're going to see inflation tickets ugly head up again in the late spring. And the Fed is going to be forced to start raising rates by 25 basis points again. Okay, so Art, I want your thoughts on that. He kept screaming 25, 25, 50. We're talking basis points there, right? Yes, we are. So basically last year, the Fed was raising 50 to 75 basis points each time they raised. So this year, the guidance is 25 basis points, like he said, per meeting, up to about 5.1%. So they have maximum of three moves this year. So if they do it in the first three meetings, that would be the 25, 25, 25 he's talking about and then being done after that. Uh, that's kind of their guidance. Now, if you take a look at what the market is saying, the market is saying, yeah, we don't think they're gonna be able to do that. The market is saying they think they're gonna be able to do about another quarter percent and then they're gonna have to hold. So who's right? Is the market right or is the Fed guidance right? It's hard to tell. But both of them, when you look at 2024 starting next year, so by the end of 2023, both the market guidance and also the Fed guidance have the interest rates in 2024 begin to drop again. So um, that should be a good sign in the future that the market will start taking off and the bond markets uh, should rally. And we've already seen the bond markets begin to rally in anticipation of rates slowing and finally pausing on the high side. So we have seen the markets testing, trying to break up to the highs where we can try to get out of this bear cycle that we've been stuck in for quite, you know, over a year now. Yeah, Art, you stole my thunder about the bond market. Um, Sorry. Bonds are rallying, but if you've noticed, gas is going up again. Mm-hmm. I've seen gas in the, th- you know, over three, over three now, 330, 340. So gas is going back up again. Wages are still increasing. So there's still going to be some inflation that sticks around a little bit longer than the don't worry about inflation a year and a half ago verbiage. But, um, you know, right now you can get a, you know, a CD. I, I bought a CD for a client last week one year at 4.75%. So now your cash is actually being, you know, you, you can use your cash to make some money. So that's kind of the only positive about this. And then our negative outlook that we've had on bonds for the last three years is starting to turn. You know, as soon as the Fed slows down or stops, you know, the bond market is anticipating that. And it's hard to argue with what um, Kenny, I can't say what his last name, Kenny Polkary, Polkary. what he said about the 25, 25, 25, it looks like that's what's going to happen, you know, as early as next week, the first week in February, there's going to be another rate hike increase. It's either going to be 25 basis points or maybe 50, but probably 25. We'll see how it plays out. All right, things will continue to change and the importance to have a plan that meets the changes and meets your needs as we head into retirement. That number to reach out to Art McPherson and the team at the McPherson Financial Group, 321 321- 
425-8550. And I know a constant conversation that you're having with your clients is about social security because not really good reputation right now and questions about its solvency has a lot of adults worried. There was a nationwide poll that found that 70% of Americans are worried that social security will run out of money. So with more adults retiring, it's not going to get better. So what are some options to look to supplement social security in retirement? Yeah. So we don't think Social Security is going to run out of money. I think it's going to change. You know, I think the full retirement age is probably going to go up at some point. And then, you know, your age 62 may go up. But for those who are near or in Social Security, um, it's going to be there. You know, as we've realized what the government does when things, if they run out of money, they just vote on it and print more, right? The one, <laughs> $1.7 they just printed or, or about to print. So, I think Social Security will be fine from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. What you can do to help your portfolio and help reduce the risk of a lower Social Security amount is have some guaranteed income streams. We can build you a pension or build you a Social Security, another income stream, another source of payments that you can rely on and not so much you know, the government or the Federal Reserve or whoever funds or pulls from the Social Security Trust. So if you have questions on how Social Security could affect your retirement plan, nothing wrong with asking the questions. Let's schedule that complimentary consultation with Art McPherson and the team at the McPherson Financial Group when you call 321-425-8550. Let's begin the lines of communication. And Art, it's something you say every week in here. It's so important to have communications with your financial advisor because there was a story in Market Watch that talks about a couple who saved 500000 for retirement and they told their advisor that they wanted a conservative approach. Well, last year they lost over 88000 and their advisor is now telling them that nearly 5000 they're withdrawing a month is just way too much. It's less than 10%. So it sounds like bad communication between this couple and their advisor. To me, that sounds like enough to go get a second opinion and even fire that advisor. What say you? <laughs> you fire that advisor. Huh? Well, yeah, that is actually a real case scenario that Luke and I see people walking in the door. Um, you know, people will walk in the door today and most of their accounts are down 18 to 20 percent if they kind of have a 60 40 asset allocation blend. So I would say that's more of a moderate conservative. But in this scenario, you have somebody who maybe is in 80 percent bonds, 20 percent stock market or, you know, 70, 30 kind of a mix. Well, bond markets last year were down 16 percent, Mark. So when you have bond markets hit that hard, if you don't have an advisor that's doing things besides just bonds, didn't work last year. You know, so a lot of the things that Luke and I did for our clients here at McPherson Financial Group were bond alternatives. You know, we did some annuity plays there. We did um, all kinds of other investment vehicles that were bond alternatives. We did all kinds of hedging strategies. Some of the things that we do internally in some of our models is when something's not working and it's not doing what we want it to be, to be a check against the stock market volatility or a check against what is going on in the market of the world today, we've got to find avenues that work. So your traditional outlets last year didn't work at all. So Luke and I had to find ways to make sure that our clients were protected in a really really odd, not normal cycle. So that's what we did. So if you did not have that kind of um, comfort last year Mm -hmm. and you're a very conservative investor, it might be time to fire your advisor. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good example too. So, I mean, if you would have came to us last year and you know, this article is kind of cherry picking, you know, the, the peak of the market versus, you know, the end of the market. But if you would have came to us, say January 1st of 2022 with $500,000 and told us you were a conservative investor, 
we would not have put all your money in the bond market, right? We didn't like bonds the last couple of years. We would have split things up. We would have used preferred stocks. We would have used some annuities. We would have used some short-term bonds, some alternatives, and you would have had buckets of money that didn't lose money. You could have had an income stream, call it five to six percent on some of the money with without much risk, and you know you wouldn't be down nearly, you know, anywhere near the eighty-eight thousand. You may be down, call it five to ten thousand on that bucket of money. So. From this standpoint, this kind of looks like the the old rule of thumb, where if you're conservative, you buy a bond. Well, that doesn't really work anymore, and it hasn't worked kind of since COVID, as stocks and bonds tend to go up and down together. So, yes, in this scenario, I would I would get a second opinion. I would say, hey, what what's the next event, and when are bonds and stocks going back down? Because that's what's going to happen again. And there's nothing wrong with getting that second opinion. That's why that initial consultation. For Mark McPherson, is no cost, no obligation to use. 321-425-8550. Luke McCarty off the air. We were talking about the truck stop or the gas station, Bucky's, And you said, I'm a big fan of that place. I'm a big fan. I used to live in Texas. So okay. that, that's where they came from. And yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. I haven't been to any ones in Florida. I know there's one up north in Daytona, I think, but... Jacksonville's got one. Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. I might take a road trip just to go. I had my <laughs> first experience at Bucky's when we were coming home from Disney. Chaos just absolute chaos my anxiety was kicking more inside of bucky's than it was waiting in line for it's a small world because bucky's <laughs> was just out of control i mean it's the only place i've ever been that has like literally 100 gas pumps yes so you can have mm-hmm. like 100 cars out there pumping gas at the same time and then it's like a sam store on the inside it's like a walmart meets a cracker barrel meets a quick trip yes. with like yeah. a barbecue restaurant in the middle of it yep i like it so the reason we're talking about bucky's here uh and if you don't know wildly popular gas station based out in texas making its way through the southeast and there was a reddit thread posting some of the wages for new hires now a cashier at bucky's starts at 16 bucks an hour a GM can make up to 225000 a year. So, Army Fierce and Luke McCarty, for someone who hates their job and they want to quit now, but maybe their portfolio isn't quite ready for retirement, would you recommend starting a new job or sticking to their original plan if they have one? Well, if it's true what you just said, I hate my job, then yes, Luke and I would probably <laughs> recommend they they do something different. Um, we have a lot of clients that kind of go into a transitional type of retirement. And what that means is instead of working full time, they will work part time. So they will work maybe 20 hours a week or 28 hours a week. Some of our clients are able to keep benefits if they work like 28 hours. So they still have their health care benefits and they'll, they'll do things like that. But yet they're not there 40, 50, 60 hours a week where they were just tired. You know, as you get older, um, your energy is not as strong as it used to be when you were younger. So a lot of times our clients want to start backing off. And what we can easily do those assets they have had and they have saved over the years, Mark, we can easily start taking some of that partial retirement income out of those assets. So that way, when they've backed off that retirement income and they're still working part time or working in reduced hours, we have the same income coming to the door they had when they were working full time. Yeah, and I think it's a good point Art made. I mean, if you really do hate your job, I mean, you only live once. Right, so right. don't don't go through life and don't keep stretching and keep going to work because you hate it. Now, there has to be a good alternative if you need one. But, you know, we have clients who tell us, well, I'm not ready to retire, but I'm two bad days away from retiring or one bad day away. Like, I want to know that I have the confidence from you guys, from the team at McPherson Financial Group, that if I have a bad day, I'm pulling the plug. 
Well, that's kind of extreme and kind of funny if you think about it. But uh, we have other clients that, you know, go back to work part time. They retire, go back part time. You know, as Art was mentioning, you can retire and just supplement your income. You don't need all your income from the portfolio. You know, as an example, you know, my, my dad's retired and he's working at a grocery store a couple of days a week. I've joked about this before. His job at the grocery store is to raise prices every week, but um, <laughs> that's, that's what he's doing. And it's, it's your dad's yeah, fault. It's my dad's fault. Yeah. He's in Kansas City raising prices. But, you know, there's there's ways to have an income stream without relying solely on your portfolio if you're concerned about this market and if you don't have exactly enough saved or are unsure of your plan. So that, that's something we can help you with and help you make that decision. I'm looking at this wages on the Bucky sheet. I mean, the assistant GM is going to make over a hundred grand a year. Car wash manager, hundred and twenty-five a year. Food service manager, hundred and seventy-five a year, plus a four hundred one k. Listen, I'm not lying. That's looking pretty damn attractive right now. <laughs> I'm very happy in my position, but to work at a gas station, chaos or not, but they are taking care of their people, and that's how you retain a good staff as well. Right, and Mark. You have the voice for Bucky's. You have, those, hey, you have my, the voice and the smile for the front of Bucky's. Hey, man, welcome to Bucky's South Georgia. Hope everybody's having a great day. We got some chop brisket fresh, now available. Get in line. Get you some beaver nuggets while you're at it here. Beaver Bucky's. nuggets. <laughs> hey, Mark, Mark, if you, if you worked at Bucky's, how much how much weight do you think you'd gain? Oh, dude, it'd be, yeah, I'd be a lifetime episode. <laughs> my 600-pound life. 321-425-8550. Yeah. <laughs> Always online. Art of Money Radio. Dot com. All right, you're just talking about prices going up. Everybody's talking about the soaring prices of eggs right now. People paying up to seven bucks a dozen. Art McPherson is building a chicken coop in his backyard. No, as I am speak. not. <laughs> I'm going to build it for him. He's, it's Jokes on him. Brooke De Palma with Yahoo Finance talks more about these egg prices. What's the reason behind that? The avian flu outbreak that is impacting farmers across the board. The total size of the U.S. egg laying flock was decreased by about 10% when 40 million laying hens caught the disease and had to be subsequently destroyed in 2022. Of course, the egg production was then impacted. It dropped by about 5%, meaning fewer eggs in the market. And this large drop was the primary reason behind those egg increases that we saw in the month of December. On average, we're spending about an extra 400 bucks on our daily price to daily goods we buy. So how can you manage risk so that inflation doesn't crack our nest egg? Oh, clever wording. Good one, Owens. I'll be here all week. Well, one of the things that helps, so like Luke was using an example earlier that uh, if a client had come in to us in January of 21 and then they had to ride through 22, which was a bad year for safe money, and you've gone down a little bit, but you're down 5000 instead of 88000 the first thing you realize real quickly is when you have inflation at 9%, 7% throughout that year, if you also had the value of your dollar lose at the same time, that hurts, right? So having principal protection is a big key, to, especially when inflation starts going crazy. Because if we can protect that principle and help protect that, when we go through these fluctuations in pricing, the next year when a client wants to help offset that inflation pricing, we can give them a pay raise. So we'll increase that income take home monthly. That way it'll help offset some of that inflation. But if you've had $88,000 you lost, uh, hard to do that. Matter of fact, usually the advisor's saying, hey, you need to cut it back because we've had a depreciation uh, in your asset itself. And that's now pushed you into where you're pulling a high percentage. So um, you don't want to have those kind of discussions. Yeah, it's a lot easier to recover from a down market if you're not down as much as the market. 
And, you know, the saying goes and how we feel about, you know, behavioral finance, right, as human beings. Well, it's going down, but it's got to come back up. It's got to come back up. I'm going to hold on to it. It doesn't have to come back up, right? Look at Carvana. I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond. I mean, there's some things that probably aren't coming back up. I'm not, I'm not saying your bond prices won't come back up, but some of those companies' bonds may not come back up. And so you don't always have to hold on to things. So our approach here is, you know, if it's a bad market, right, if the average portfolio is down 20% in 2022, well, you can't be down 20% because then you have to ha make up, you know, 35, 40% the next year to get your money back. Mm -hmm. So we take a conservative approach and have different asset classes that help you withstand all that volatility. And my last point here, um, Brooke on egg prices, her math doesn't add up. So egg production is down 5%, but the price of eggs have tripled. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, uh, that that does not compute. Maybe if you had half the eggs in the you know, right. in the world be gone, and we're all paying 50% more because we have 50% less eggs, but 5%, yeah, that doesn't compute, Luke. Yeah. I agree with you. But I will say we, we have some friends that have, you know, several kids, more kids than we do. And um, she said she's buying organic eggs. Mm. I was like, oh, my gosh, what's the price of those? Eight ninety nine a dozen. Nope. Because those are free range chickens. Nope. Free range, not cooped up chickens. Organic. I mean, nope. I get it, but nine bucks—that's <laughs> that's expensive. Gretchen said that we can't afford eggs, so we're doing a potato hunt this year for Easter. We're going to die some potatoes <laughs> afford anything else. Hey, listen, the reality is you shouldn't have to cut back in retirement because of inflation. The team at the McPherson Financial Group have a process to help you continue to live without fear of running out of money in retirement because of inflation. That number, 321-425-8550. Take advantage of that complimentary income plan from Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, and the team at the McPherson Financial Group, Art of Money Radio. Dot com And I saw an article that talked about the age of financial advisors. There was a J.D. Power survey that found the average age of an advisor is about 55. 20% of those are 65 or older. So our McPherson, look, the reality is at some point, as we talk about every weekend, helping people with retirement, you're going to want to shut it down. So not that it's going to happen anytime soon, but I do want to know about your succession plan so that your clients can continue to get the great customer service that you offer. Well, yeah. I mean, this is my 31st year in the business now, so I can't keep doing this forever, right? right. So one of these days I'll have to shut it down. But that's why I have somebody in here who's a millennial. Luke, right? So <laughs> I'm, bare, I'm on the late end of millennial. Well, you're, you're the you're Gen in your mid-30s. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he's in his mid-30s. So the good thing is, you know, I'm early 50s. Not mid yet. That's good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, traditionally, my I mean, if you look at what my dad did, my dad worked very actively through 65. Then he started to slow down to probably to 70. And then he was done for the most part at age 70. So I did something similar to that. So, you know, we got another good 20 year run in me if I do what my dad did. Mm hmm. But then we've got another 20 years after that for Luke. Is he OK with that? Is he nodding in agreement? <laughs> I'm agreeing. Yeah, he's nodding, but he's I'm not saying nodding. anything. Well, that'd be 40 more years for me, so that'd be 76. So no. Yeah, he doesn't want to be 76. Probably he probably wants to retire early. Yeah, 20 and 20, 15, 15. Well, yeah, it'll work out. Well, I mean, the point being too is you're not going anywhere. Like Correct. no. Yeah, Correct. the McPherson Financial Group. We said it earlier on the show. Y'all live here. Y'all work here. Y'all play here. And the fact that you know you want to serve the community as long as possible. And when you become a client of the McPherson Financial Group, they're going to be here continuing to offer the great customer service and building plans with you along alongside you through your retirement at 321-425-8550. Again, 321-425-8550 to reach out to the team. We're always online at artofmoneyradio.com. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com.
We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 Today's show has been a work of art. 